Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Stephen Walker, a managing director with Deloitte Legal Business Services, where he is responsible for legal management consulting, spend management, and legal operations services. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Ari, I'm very well, thank you. It's uh, lovely to be with you. Oh, it's a privilege for me. So tell us about your background and your role at Deloitte. So I'm a lawyer by trade. I spent uh, about eight years in practice in large law firms in the UK and in Australia, followed by about 10 years in-house with a large technology multinational in various roles in various places. But I moved more into legal management consulting of late. I was the head of uh, legal department consulting for Elevate Services. And now with Deloitte here, and this is my third week. So be gentle with me. What is the objective of the legal business services team? The legal business services group is established to help clients meet some of those unmet needs that we see in the market. Those needs range from providing the business support services, technology enablement, optimized managed services and consulting for legal departments and helping legal departments meet their needs for efficient, high quality, scalable legal services solutions. Now, to be clear, we are not in the US at least practicing law. That's not what we're doing. We are providing enablement services for the highest performing legal departments out there. And we have a global view. We'll be connected very closely and integrated with our colleagues in the UK and overseas and elsewhere to make sure that we have, just as our clients do, an integrated worldview of delivering legal services at speed, at scale, and across borders. What are your clients most concerned about in the current market? I have never either worked in or worked with a legal department that doesn't have a supply problem. They all have demand. And that's a wonderful position to be. And of course, it's nice to be needed. And legal professionals turn up to work day in, day out, wanting to deliver high quality services to help their clients succeed. But the challenge for CLOs, legal ops, in-house teams now is there's increasing demand for those services. And again, that's a wonderful position to be in, but it's not without challenge. It means that in-house legal teams have to figure out ways to provide high quality, cost-efficient services you know, at speed, at scale, and using different delivery models that are going to enable that, which are maybe different from how we've traditionally delivered legal services on a very kind of one-to-one consulting or bespoke basis. So it's a supply, not a demand problem. And that's a wonderful position for legal departments to be in. I would say there are other challenges, regardless of whether their company is on a growth trajectory right now, or maybe under revenue or cost pressure, profitability pressure due to COVID or otherwise. I think regardless of what external drivers are impacting the organization, legal departments have to do more with less. You would have heard that expression many, many times. You would have heard the expression better, faster, cheaper many, many times. But that's the reality of it. There's an increasing need for high quality legal services at scale. 
for uh, sophisticated organizations in an evolving regulatory environment across the globe, across time zones, cultures, and so on and so forth. And that's a tough ask for legal departments where the historical solution has at least in part been to continue to apply warm bodies, smart people to help meet those challenges. And what's worked for us before in that sense probably is not going to take us into the future where we need to be. And I think all legal departments right now are wrestling with how do we meet the demand for the highest quality legal services we need for the price points we can afford at the quality levels we can deliver and attract and maintain the best talent in the market while doing so. Those are not easy kind of countervailing factors to address, but it's certainly possible. How do you think the pandemic is reshaping that delivery of legal services? Working with legal departments, heads of legal ops, as I'm very fortunate to do throughout the whole COVID period, there's been a very different pattern depending on the impact COVID specifically has had on the business of the underlying client company. But let's look at some common experiences of legal departments, and I'll highlight three. The first is the rapid pivot away from co-located services where a lot of folks sat in similar offices or in the same offices or in similar states. That has ceased to be the dominant operating model for legal services for many in-house teams and, of course, for the law firms that they work with as well. So there's had to be a rapid adoption of remote working technologies for legal. Some had already got there pre-COVID, but I think a lot of in-house teams have had to learn how to do that. And similarly, they've had to figure out how to manage workflow when folk aren't co-located or at least co-located some of the time, when they're permanently remote. How do you manage workflow? How do you maintain quality? How do you sit with your clients to really understand and help them manage risk? How do you figure out the strategic priorities of your clients if you're not seeing them face-to-face as much? So I think all departments have had to grapple with that remote working challenge. And I think by and large have fared pretty well, some better than others. The second factor I highlight in common is working with external providers, external providers, law firms, alternative legal companies, and so on and so forth have also been impacted by how they deliver their services. So there's been an increasing focus on how do we maximize the value from our supply chain when things are not static for them either? What does that mean for us? Do we need to renegotiate some of our pricing models? Do we need to renegotiate how they deliver when we consume some of their work product? I think that's been very interesting, particularly with respect to law firms and how clients are engaging with their law firms. And then finally, I think culture. How do in-house teams maintain a motivated, talented, high-performance workforce when everyone is distributed? and doesn't get the opportunity to spend so much face-to-face time with their manager or their leaders in a distributed environment. So how do we keep people focused, engaged, and enthusiastic? I think those three factors are probably things that I would point to, which have been common experiences for all CLOs. I suppose if we were just going to look at one more common experience, but I think this is changing now, so it's not in my top three, But all to start with, all legal departments had to rapidly pivot away from discretionary work to help their business clients succeed with some very significant economic challenges, disruptions to their sales and go-to-market models, disruptions to their clients' supply chains, labor issues, 
legal departments retreated to the bunker a little bit to work through those issues. But they're coming out the other side now. And all the structural challenges that law departments faced before going into COVID are still there. I think COVID has helped shine a light on some of the modernization initiatives that legal departments will do well to focus on going forward. What can legal teams expect in 2021 that will be different? We can reasonably predict an accelerated focus on technologization and digitization, an increasing need to find more efficient ways of optimizing core legal department processes and implementing foundational technologies horizontally across the department. Matter management, for example, not just for managing external vendors, law firms, but also for managing internal workload and enabling leaders to have real-time views of all the activity in flight across the department so they can make dynamic resourcing decisions. And I think that sort of leads me neatly onto my next point, which I see as pervasive in the legal sector right now. We are all grappling with the use of data not the natural home of the legal professional, but it is essential in my judgment for the legal department of the future and going forward to be able to articulate its story in data-driven terms by reference to metrics and KPIs. And I mean, not just from a cost point of view, how much does it cost us to deliver particular legal services, but in terms of business enablement, how is the legal department in tangible ROI and quantitative terms, able to demonstrate the value it returns to the organization for the dollar that the organization invests in the legal department. It's been a goal of many legal departments for some years, but we're really starting to see how the use of data to help shape legal service delivery is becoming absolutely critical. And it's hard. Let's, for the purpose of this call, think of two buckets of legal departments. There are those who maybe 10 years ago started investing in early technologies, whether it's e-billing or contract management or whatever it may be. And then there's others who are just starting that journey and are buying the new systems available in 2020, 2021. Both of those groups have a challenge, which is how do we harness the insights that our data can generate. Where is our data stored? What are we doing with it? How do we maintain its integrity? How do we actually get something useful out of it so we can guide our decision-making? That is hard. And I think legal departments are wrestling with that. I think that there's a significant role for data wranglers and specialists to help legal departments actually make the most of their data needs and to really start to tell a rich story substantiated by metrics. Uh, To me, that's quite exciting, actually. And I think when we do that as a sector, we will help our business clients understand the true value of the high-performing legal department. How do you see the relationship between outside counsel and their clients evolving? I think COVID has been somewhat of an accelerator on clients wishing to be willing to explore new kind of service and pricing models. But let's back up for just a moment It has long been the case that when it comes to an understanding of the services delivered for clients, that law firms had more access to high quality data than the clients themselves. 
Their clients may have been tracking matters, but they were rarely tracking time spent or costs incurred for particular types of work, numbers of law firms engaged, timekeepers engaged, staffing ratios, all those kinds of things. Law firms had good data because they were typically keeping time. Clients hadn't been doing that so much, but I think what we're starting to see is a bit of a shift, or at least a shift in terms of equality of bargaining power, in that clients are now looking at the data that they get from their law firms in terms of time spent on activities, staffing leverage, ratios of partners to other fee earners, how much spent on particular matters, all these wonderful metrics that we can look at in the rich data sets that we generate via e-billing. I think clients are starting to ask some very interesting questions using that data. That's a good thing. I think it can be used to promote a long-term, mutually beneficial relationship between the valuable services that law firms provide and the clients who wish to buy them. But I think it also arms clients, if they use it well, to understand their true needs and their true costs of their legal services supply chain. And I think that's incredibly exciting. It's open to innovative law firms and innovative clients to look in the future at different pricing models that they can bring to bear that work for both supplier and client equally as well. And we've talked probably for 15, 20 years about the promise of alternative fee arrangements and moving away from the billable hour. And now's not the time to trawl through some of the conversations on that. But it's clear that the way to break the impasse, in my judgment, between the fear on the firm side and on the client side towards moving in the direction of alternative fee models is to have data points so that you can feel comfortable about making decisions and allocating the risk of particular events based on data. And to me, that's exciting. I think that offers opportunities both on the buy side and the sell side. And more than that, it's not just about cost, of course. It's about other outcomes that are interesting to the client and the firm, whether it be measuring diversity, whether it be measuring the time the firms are engaged in strategic services versus more routine business as usual services. So it's about looking at that relationship holistically, identifying what's important, measuring it and having a meaningful engagement frequently to use that data to provide feedback and course correct on the relationship. And to me, that's exciting. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Stephen Walker, a managing director with Deloitte Legal Business Services, where he is responsible for legal management consulting, spend management, and legal operations services. Stephen, thanks so much and best of luck in your new role. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.